1: Hey, buddies! Welcome to 2023, first program of the calendar year. There's Ryan Pinder. There's Rhett Warner. Warner looking very similar, in almost to the last time we saw you. Bill's hat, hoodie, although you had kind of Christmas seeded up. Uh, but Pinder, you look far different. It's all right than the last time I saw you. Well, it's been a
3: year. <laughs> Um, What do you recall about my appearance last time we spoke? I took a,
1: I was leaving this room (laughs) and I took a photo on the way out. Oh dear. As you were, I guess I probably should have sent it, but you'll be able to, for the theater of mind. Um, You were sitting there, Mm -hmm. hair very un, just, just all over, down, just down. And you had your phone in your hand. And I couldn't tell if you were asleep with your phone in your hand or if you were actually looking or scrolling at your phone.
0: Yeah.
1: I said, uh, Merry Christmas. I left, and this is the, I've not seen you since. Well, yeah, I, I did have a Merry Christmas. Thank you for those
3: wishes, yeah, Dave. Yeah. yeah. It's an interesting 12 hours that followed, but a Merry Christmas indeed.
1: Now, what day was it? Was it Christmas guys- Day or Christmas Eve where we got the text from Warner who said he hadn't stopped since Thursday Oh, I thought
3: that was Boxing Day. Yeah, I haven't thought the twenty third when we did the show, right? Coffee
1: and Bailey's 27th. on Thursday. Yeah, that might have been Boxing Day. How was the Christmas there, Rhett?
0: Oh, I sent you pictures of the storm. It was crazy. You, uh, well, I should put them on whatever, Twitter or yeah, social media. Should, yeah. Like literally, <laughs> my uh, my uh, garage by Christmas Day. The snow up, I opened the garage door, and it would have been as high as you are, boom.
1: It looked like one of those All things out of five feet of snow. It looked like it was out of the, the oh, great outdoors or one of those, you know, dumb comedy yeah. movies where you open the door, and it's just a wall of
0: snow, so you yeah. close
1: the door again. That was literally
0: what your garage looked like. Yeah. It was 100%. The kids were even like, Dad, it's not going to close. I'm like, it's going to close, and it just, yeah. You couldn't get out of your house. Wow. So how
3: long were you uh, holed up?
0: Well, luckily, I uh, have a shoveler uh, that was excited to get out there and tackle this problem. How long did that... Uh, and uh, she went about it.
1: Hasn't keen, been home since. She's out still job. out there. <laughs> she still was a good one. Out. We'll miss her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a gal. Yeah, yeah what a gal
0: but uh we were we were able to walk back and forth from grandma and grandpa's and that's about as far as you could go that was a couple blocks right it was yeah
1: well i thought you said you were too drunk to walk the the two blocks wasn't that what the one
0: the one day for sure it was risky grandma the grant when the boys would go back and forth grandma would call and make sure that they got home okay yeah
1: well, the last show we did was the Thursday prior to Christmas. We, uh, it was the 22nd, the Holiday Spirits so was, show. Yeah, the Holiday Spirits. And I guess a couple of things. Well, we'll start here. We It resonated, as I've noticed that the, the video on YouTube is two to three times uh, normal. the the number of viewings that we uh, would ordinarily have for maybe a Thursday show. (laughs) It's probably
3: just people, you know, there's been weeks, it feels like, since our last show, they're just watching it again because they miss us.
1: And veterans that we are, right? We've been doing not so much the podcast, but in terms of broadcast and doing this sort of thing, veterans. Other people, maybe young up-and-comers, would look to people like us Uh for inspiration. And uh, in fact, I think it was... It was our podcast, The Guys in Toronto, Jay mm. Rosehill, Nick Alberga, the next day, they in fact, they were inspired, not to the point that they actually went through with it, but
0: oh, they
3: needed some notice too, so, I think.
1: So this one got sent to me the next day. I didn't know, uh, it was a little fuzzy, but uh, the next day from Leafs Morning Take, Nick and uh, the Golden Muzzy the Golden and Rosehill, yeah. you talked about being inspired. Let's uh, Let's go visit that clip.
3: It's nice to trailblaze and be a pioneer, isn't it? It feels great. Yeah. Not yet.
1: Okay. We'll have it for you coming up. Not yet, but... Um, we tried to connect with Frank that day, too, which is a shame. That yeah, I don't work. know what... And we'll talk to Frank that, here in a that, moment. That
3: was foggy as well for some reason. Yeah, did it...
1: Did we actually so did talk you, to him or was it dope? Huh?
3: Did you dope stay there all day? Like no, no. It was no, a no, long shift for no. you? No. I mean, it was a long shift, but... Princey
1: ordered pizza, which was, it was the best pizza I've ever had in my life. I don't, I don't know that it was, but that mm, moment yeah. it was so good. <laughs> and someone cleaned up.
3: Yeah. You didn't. No, I wiped my workstation today. and
1: I didn't. Yeah, there was still some sputz kind of. Uh here Sticky on the... uh that yeah, little, Is that mm. uh, Jagger? What do we got there? So to uh, the shots. tan man and Princey and, uh, and everybody. Nulles, love you. <laughs> and there, there is no one else. So it was those two. Right. It's the only people yeah. that would have cleaned up. I don't know that Mandeep or Tim the Booze guy slash weed guy would have been cleaning up some. We did not stay long, Rhett, though, but we did stay long enough for the landlord to come upstairs and tell Pinner to shut the fuck up. Mm, really? hmm That's, an early That's shocking. Yeah, he... Uh, you had, had the music. Do you remember that? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the music going, and you were I don't know if you were banging the desk, or stomping your foot, or it was there. The, the party was on. The party
3: was on. That's come on. We were pushing yeah. a pretty uh, brisk pace there. Party pinder. It was party time. Yeah,
1: party pinder had arrived. It was the holiday season. The spirits were at yes. us, and the landlord came up and
3: poked his head, yeah. and he's like, "Do hey, you
1: think you could try to run a business downstairs?
3: Could you?" Well, what he doesn't understand is that that was us running our business that day. Our job was to get absolutely buckled, and I thought we did a great job. Business was good. Business <laughs> business was
1: real good. I was, a game, business I was a game
0: show host that night. I was a game show host that night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is that right? It was awesome. Huh. Yeah. Went went to that Christmas party. Oh, baby. There'd. Uh, I should have known that, a pack of cards or something. I've never played it before, but... I pitted the boys versus girls, and uh, I was the game show host, and it was a big hit. Big, yeah, I imagine, yeah. I don't recall a lot of it
3: either. Yeah, I feel like the best game show hosts are always half in the bag. So there you see it. If you're
1: watching on the YouTube, you'll be able to hear it here momentarily. Leafs morning take highly recommended. Good these show. two guys are these two guys are. God, great I love too.
3: talking with the Leafs.
1: It's a great. Yeah, it's, that's the only downside is they always talk. Yeah, they the seem to goddamn talk to the Leafs about all them. the time. But this was the morning after our uh, spirits program
4: i woke up really really inspired today you want to know why tell me why the barn burner guys i'm sure you checked that out yesterday they fucking got gooned up on the show like you talk about next gen games and concepts man like that's an all-world concept so uh stick tat to them well, i was telling you when i heard about that i was like dude the flames guys are getting hammered on their show like we need to get something going here it just sucks we do our show at 9 a.m my time i guess it's a little later for you but maybe time to start introducing something like that into the mix
3: Come on, Jay. Roll up your sleeves. Nine AM is like an hour before we started drinking. It's not that. It's not like it's two in the morning. We're asking you to wake up and start work. That's Jay Rosehill. He's living here, is he? Yeah, I believe he's a firefighter or something. Old guy, I think
1: originally, and uh, is living here doing the Leafs, the Leaf show. Former Leaf, of course. If only we could all be so lucky. But yeah, I'm happy to have inspired at least Nick, the Golden Mm -hmm. Muzzy. At least he was inspired. So. Now, Now, before we move on, because Frank is standing by, we've got a game, we've got some things to get to. Here is my number one concern, is that there will be discussion and talk of replicating it before next Christmas. I think next Christmas is a conversation to be had, whether or not that's the right thing to do again. And B, I really, or one, B, whatever it is. Secondly, no, 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 no. There's before a lot of Yeah. not yeah. before Christmas, because I know you'll. Hey, it's uh, it's been three shows since we got hammered. What do you think? It's Friday. It's only like
3: eighty-seven St. days Patty's till the Jays season there.
1: opener. St. <laughs> St. Patty's. Day. There's always something. That's right. Yeah.
3: Oh, it's the Bundesliga
1: final. Come on. I think we have to. I really
3: think we have to reserve that for the Christmas. And season. even uh, if we do revisit said uh, format, there could be some tweaks that leave us a little more. You know. Able to contribute to society, perhaps. <laughs> you you almost I feel got like the list it's majority rule, and uh, anyway, it's I it's feel worth like it's majority rules. Is mm. that what it is? It's, You're out, boom. Sorry, okay. <laughs> I thought it was a
1: boomocracy. Is that how <laughs> it used to well, used to be? New show. Let's uh, let's bring in our buddy. We're here in you know I want to say mm-hmm, here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody over at Tower. Serge, Nikki, the whole crew. Well, you know how it was bitterly cold right up until Christmas. That's right. You want to talk about stick taps and pro tips. Serge yeah. and his wife, Belize, for like two and a half oh, weeks prior. Missed all of life. that cold well, weather, played, came yeah. back. geez, awfully hot. It's, it's, it's balmy. I've got to top up the windshield wiper fluid here. Yeah. It's, all, it's just sloppy. Some... Now, you you know Serge. Rhett, you've not met Serge. You've seen some photos, but you know Serge. Mm. Speedo?
3: He's rocking speed. I'm thinking he's got some sort of a leopard print banana hammock of sorts. He's uh, maybe like there may or may not even be a full back on it. I don't know. I think it's like they call it the Sarah Valley special in Philly, right? The chest
1: all fucking pumped out strutting around. Get a load of me. Get up and load of me. I'm
3: doing yoga on the beach. Ass crack hanging out. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> what it's uh what the hell is it called? That's that kind of yoga he does. Oh yeah, he he and just greased oh, yeah. right up, baby oh, oil. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. glistening so in by. the sun.
3: Yeah, yeah. Stop by. Uh, ask him how his downward dog's going. The in the, cloud Trail Salt the tower Chrysler
1: <laughs> and ask for surge and his downward dog. There's Frank Servelli. Now what the hell? Happened? We did have you on the Christmas show, kind of. And well, we struggled. I don't know what was going on. It's Just connection. Something was off. I feel like if it had to have been on our end. You're on a thousand shows a you're day. you're online hours a day every day
4: yeah i'm pretty sure it was on your end um next time i come on though we're gonna do some hot bikram yoga and i'm gonna have that's what it was, my, yeah, I, what it was. I want my dialed. my cheetah print wiener bikini i'm gonna be wearing that thing
0: <laughs> can't wait for that that's not
4: happening <laughs> no.
3: When, uh, how are we taking we vacation days Where I just found one I, a day I think I need to be off yeah. <laughs> just couldn't have picked the worst day to be away oh, that
4: geez. day wow.
1: how was your Christmas Frankie boy
4: uh, It was good it was good you know as you reassess your um, spirits of the holidays or mm. holiday spirits whatever you called it on the list of no-nos that eggnog like that looked really deep. it
3: was early. There wasn't a good time for it. There was no good place to put it. And eggnog rum did not help anybody. It's just a grenade. It's Christmas. I I had a
4: really nice glass Mm -hmm. of bourbon. I had the the fancy ice cube and everything. Mm -hmm. I was here sipping it. And yet I just kept glitching out and rage quitting.
1: Yeah. I don't know what happened because today it's fine. Mm. Maybe the interwebs were drunk. As there's, well. There's a lot of things at this end that uh, were a little different that day. Now, and it's worth mentioning. Some people
3: said, did you guys really do it? Did you guys really actually have drinks? Or were you acting? <laughs> Who's to say? We'll never know. I would suggest that you revisit the final 20 minutes of the show and <sighs> don't think it's going to be that hard to parse what's real and what's not.
1: Moving on. Hmm. There was an outdoor game yesterday. A show of hands or, or what have you. Who watched the outdoor game yesterday. I'm
3: guessing Frank certainly would have. I kind of have lost the steam on these, but was for some reason jazzed up about this one.
1: I don't know, what I don't the hell
3: know why. I, it was the second, not the first. I don't know why it flew under. I, I missed it. I had a bunch of people over. We did a little ODR skate, and then came in. Oh, your wife's away. You had a bunch of people over. That's, that's uh, I, I missed my kids, so I had to get my my pal's kids over. Yeah, so we stunner. could Whoop! Someone left-handed at ping pong, right? You know,
1: everyone has an opinion on these things. It's, ah, it's too many or, or or are we past that now? Because I think there was that hue and cry and bitching about it all the time. Is it just kind of an accepted thing now, Frank? That there's going to be outdoor games.
3: Get used to it and Why? stop and play it. And people love them when their teams are involved, right? We, yeah. that's not a surprise.
4: I think that's the thing and maybe the realization for me watching it, because I was sort of in that camp of who cares? Like, I'm way past this. Like, let's do something interesting instead of the same teams. Now we're revisiting venues again, going to Fenway Park again for the second time. But God damn, did it look good on TV? Like Fenway Park is the cathedral of baseball. It's church. Um, it, it, was, it looked amazing. And then you see the reaction in both markets, a lot of Penguins fans drove over to, to Beantown for the game. You see everyone riled up, liquored up, you see the family skate and, and what that means to the players and their families. Like maybe it's not for us and maybe that's kind of the point. And, you know, I, I was kind of laughing to myself as a failed insider yesterday. Like we we used to chase that news like, oh, my God, who's getting the Winter Classic next, like religiously, like every year you'd be like, where is it going? Where? And I I, I saw the press release and I was like, oh, yeah, there's still a Winter Classic and it's going to be in Seattle in 2024. Like that's how it's kind of off the radar. But in those markets, it actually matters.
3: And I, I, Vegas against Seattle is the one they announced for next year. I, I think that would be great. Those are two very, very energized markets that I think will be doing backflips for it rather than another Chicago, Pittsburgh, Washington, Boston, right?
4: Well, I think they kind of dropped the ball in that it could have been a better rivalry like you're going to put Seattle in great okay make it against Vancouver have everyone drive across the border for that game sure instead you're going to put Vegas there and maybe that's to placate them for not getting their own winter classic that I'm sure they wanted at that beautiful Raiders stadium on the strip but I don't know I mean again let's go back to the who cares quotient
1: yeah retro have you been to one obviously you didn't play in one have you been around one at all
0: No. I was never even around. Then they had the one in Calgary. I wasn't home for some reason, hmm. but i never, never gone to one, never been at one, but I'm sure they'd be fun to go to, especially with Pinder leading the way.
3: Yeah, that's right. I was at the first one in Edmonton. Uh, my dad had got tickets somehow and then was out of town for some medical thing. And I was like, okay, these fell on my lap. That's amazing. And then we covered the Winnipeg-Calgary game in Regina like months before the pandemic. That was phenomenal. If only they had a few more hotels and in Regina. That was the only real issue with it is people were like you you couldn't find a place with an hour's drive that had vacancy, but it was great to see those two fan bases get together because that's not a common thing. And then obviously Calgary hosted. Like I I'm I'm jacked that Calgary Edmonton will be doing it next year Commonwealth, which you know was kind of leaked out a month ago and confirmed a few weeks ago. And understanding how this company that we're partnered with works, like I wouldn't be surprised if we're there and we'll be soaked up in what'll be a I guess, festival like atmosphere for a weekend, not just a three hour slot. And I think that's what it's evolved from the most from that first one back in Oh three in Edmonton is they now take over the city for days. And it's not just a game. It's, it's a festival of the whole city and celebrating
4: hockey. It was speaking of that, uh, Calgary, Edmonton. I'm uh, I'm coming up to Jasper in a couple weeks for a little pond hockey. And I had asked you guys, which team am I playing on team? Flames Nation or team Oilers Nation.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And you guys were like, eh, so I'm part of the Oilers crew now.
3: Well, <laughs> how good are you? Because if if, <laughs> if you're a hack, we're happy to have you there. If you're a ringer, we need you on our team, Frank. Like, you got to give us what's well, the scouting report on Sarah Valley? Huh. When's the last time you were on skates, team? find
4: know? out the hard way. See,
3: I don't, I don't know that we just kind of Wait, shrugged I'm, you off. I'm
4: on, I'm on my skates three times a week. Oh.
3: Coaching U9, like me. Yeah. <laughs> or playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not the same. God, I put my skates on. Stop me the at
4: first your own peril. Time. That's what I'll say. Yeah, all
1: right. Well, yeah. he's really throwing it out. He must be. Good. Wow. Uh, you will not get that kind of boasting from this guy. How long? Ah, uh, <laughs> well, it's year, uh, uh, years, 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 years since I've been on skates. So
3: we're gonna need a ringer too. Is what I'm hearing.
1: <laughs> they uh, the blades did not look good. I had to find them and then haul them out of a dusty old bag. Oh, yeah wasn't pretty. wasn't real pretty.
3: Don't worry. I found a goalie that's going to be
1: playing out, so we'll be fine. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, there you see it. The uh, January 27th to 29th Jasper Park Lodge Pond Hockey Tournament. And, yes, you are going to be there, Frank. Uh, Friday night hot stove. Pinder and I will be uh, doing the hot stove with Frank Saravalli of Oilers Nation, apparently. Mm. Mm. Sign your team up. You want to go? Incredible weekend of hockey on the pond. Other guests, activities. You talk about taking over the, we're taking over Jasper Park Lodge. Taking Dude, over JPL Jasper. is legendary. Website, chehockey.com for more info and to get Get your teams registered. In. See you up there. Um, you had mentioned this and I, I don't really want to, there, there's no way to segue into it or out of it, but I think we all s- by now would have seen what happened in Cincinnati with Monday Night Football. we uh, A, a, we hope it's not a tragic event, but a catastrophic event in the game last night where a a player collapses on his own, and you hear that it's oh he went uh, non-contact hit. It's usually it because your ACL gives or your hamstring pops or something, and then you saw the video,
3: and it was it was chilling immediately. Yeah, and, this wasn't the same as uh, oh the carts on the field, which you we, we've somehow become numb to in the NFL. You see it every single weekend. And it just yeah. is what it is. But this was not that. And
1: I don't I don't know how I don't care how but the the media is being criticized or applauded for how they handled it, and the NFL is being criticized or whatever. But. It's, it's not, we, we've actually seen a few of these in hockey and you don't think about it, I guess, until something like that happens. I hadn't, re- I hadn't recalled the, the Chris Pronger one where he took the shot to the chest and then he went down and Erie Fisher and then Jay Bowmeester of course, his, Rich Peverly, his career, Rich Peverly was another one. All, I guess in a way, a little more familiar, Frank, than we maybe think.
4: Yeah, and it's actually the Chris Pronger one um, that is most similar. The issues with Yuri Fischer, Jay Bo and Rich Peverly were all heart issues or defects that just happened to pop up at the wrong time. You may actually consider that the right time, given the help and medical attention that's readily available to NHL players. And if you think about it in an odd way for DeMar Hamlin that happening, he was actually in the best possible place that he could be with that many doctors and medical personnel available. But Chris Pronger tweeting today, uh, and also posted the video, the YouTube link of his injury. And I'm not a doctor, we're not speculating, but DeMar Hamlin and what he went through, what's been out there and what's been reported is that he likely had some kind of commotio cordis is the medical term when you actually get hit in the chest and it causes your heart to stop. Now, the link back to hockey is that that's exactly what Chris Pronger was diagnosed with. And he's one of the very few people on the planet. There's a commotio cordis expert based in Minnesota um, that diagnosed him that said Chris Pronger is one of the very few people on the planet that's actually lived from it. So not only that, if you remember, the story came back and played in that playoff series, which is bananas to think about. Um, But it's incredibly rare to have someone make it through to the other side. We're still waiting on updates from DeMar Hamlin where I wanted to go with this. And and I'm just curious on your take, guys, um, is I I feel like in some ways, and maybe you guys are going to think I'm nuts that the way we view pro sports now may change after Monday night.
3: I've sort of felt that way about the NFL for a while. Like we might in our lives see the last football game as we sort of see the sport played now because of how violent it is. And maybe I'm wrong, but I kind of have that sense that could be the case. But I I think we all understand that NFL football players, especially are putting their lives at risk in terms of like long-term injuries and, you know, probably predisposing yourself dying very, very early. But the, the thought of someone dying on the field is like, that's crazy. That's wow. Rhett,
1: you played. Did, it's, do you have, because like to, to Pinder's uh, thought, point, right, You you when you sign up to be an athlete, there are riches and great things that come with it. There can also be obviously severe circumstances or however you want to call it.
0: Yeah, I thought about it lots yesterday when it was happening about I mean obviously you couldn't play the game last night and even the next time these two when they if they ever play or how they're going to deal with that, I don't know, but I I, I don't think it will long term, I guess in my opinion, Frank. I don't I think it it, it will change it for a while. I think it's going to be different for for I can't put a number on how long, but I think it'd be a little bit different for a while. But I don't think long-term anything will change. And I, 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 a lot of the reason for that is because I don't know how you can change it. Yeah. right. Like the NFL is a billion-dollar industry, and they, they're they going to keep moving forward. And I don't know how you – like you can't eliminate contact in that sport. Yeah, you can penalize. No, you can, I,
1: think- I was going to say you can penalize. Head hits. Head hits. You can – evolve with the technology around shoulder pads and helmets and, 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 but it's such a violent contact sport and it is so popular and big. And I, I don't know. You, you hear from athletes all the time, how they would do it all over again if they had to, I don't know. It's, it was just, it was really a chilling one last night for sure. And if, if you did take a step back and think what, what is, what are we doing here? Then you weren't alone for sure. Cause it was just scary. It was instant too. right. You saw how quickly they got out there and how those players reacted. The players'
3: reaction was everything because they're the ones that see this every week with a teammate, but this wasn't the same. They're like, you don't see players crying about teammates going down. If it's, oh, it's just, there's an ACL. Like this was something at a whole new level of fear and potential tragedy.
4: Well, and to see the medical personnel basically wailing on DeMar Hamlin's chest for nine minutes it's a long time. Um, and that really grabbed everyone. As you mentioned, I, I, just, I, I agree, Rhett in that, you know, we're, how, how do you watch the NFL again? You just do. And Mike McKenna made a great point on our daily face off live today saying like, look, I have been around auto racing my whole life. I've, I've known five or six people that have died and yet everyone just shows up at the track again and, and you just do it. But you read like, It freaks you out. You read about this commercial Cordes and you read about Chris Pronger and how lucky he was. They still have no explanation as for why, like they didn't even have a defibrillator, why he started beating again on his own. They, they have no way to explain it. I just wonder, is there any like football? I agree. There's no way to change or take out, you know, one player's helmet running into another player's chest. That's like tackling like that's part of the deal. But in hockey, with slap shots to the chest, guys blocking as many shots as they do, I can't be the only person that's sitting here today thinking how incredibly fortunate hockey players are that there's only been one Chris Pronger type situation where they take a slap shot in the chest and they end up being fine. But do you need to have an equipment question? Do you need like do you need to have a conversation? I just if this opens up a whole different can of worms and and again not to be an alarmist or or i it just feels like this is sort of the path where we're heading down over these next number of weeks and it feels like that term commotio cordis is what you're going to be hearing over and over and over again
0: well I and mean, it probably doesn't hurt to reevaluate stuff you know after something like this like we should
3: it'd be but ignorant not to right
0: how yeah yeah yeah,
3: no, I know it doesn't mean we'll see material change. I know mean, like there's pushback from the players and even wearing helmets and warm up and we're seeing like crossbar and off guys faces and stuff, but you're right. It's it doesn't hurt to say, okay, where are we at? Can, is there something we can do that's easy yeah. to and, make and things safer?
1: Like Frank said, there were no defibs nearby a bench when the Prague. that, well, let's make sure that is a thing and now, now in every rank when yeah. you
3: play old man hockey, there's one of those and
1: yeah, we can, we'll pivot. Again, there's no elegant way to do it. Sitting around on New Year's Day with some uh, some friends, family, and I'll throw it out here, not so much who are you picking, but as we go into 2023, is there a definitive favorite to win the Stanley Cup today as you sit here? We can look at the records <laughs> and what they are, and not even would you put your house or your life on it, but do you do you have a feel as to who the consensus might be for a cup favorite today because there's some teams coming into the year florida's had a heck of a run they're in they're in a bad shape they're they're in tough shape eight points out colorado's really hurt they're going to get healthy you assume but they don't look like a a repeat is imminent not yet dallas
3: has looked good at times boston i think boston for me is the one that's looked aces the whole way through tremendous at and home they probably got a Vesna leader in net and it's like they were everyone's worried about those injuries all those guys are back and contributing and you know whether he was a malcontent or didn't get along with the coach whatever it was like they got to going. on that's a deep good team and they're gonna add too. like they know their window isn't long here you're not gonna have Bergeron forever here
4: I would say, first off, if you're betting your house on anyone to win the Stanley Cup, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> you haven't um, seen this tournament, Second, <laughs> uh, Yeah, second, I would say um, my arm isn't long enough to pat myself on the back. I'm kind of a large man. Uh, but I did pick the Carolina Hurricanes to start the year, and I kind of feel pretty good about that. Um, they've been, outside of Boston, the most consistent team in the league. No blips. Um they're just a good team. They're going to get Paccioretti back. And I'd imagine they're going to be a big swinger at the deadline. Hard to root against Boston and their last dance vibes and the way they've played at home, particularly even they go outside at Fenway Park and still win their home game. Um, but it feels to me like there's plenty of drama to come in the Pacific. Like there's going to be some carnage there, whether it's one of the Flames or Oilers being out or. What about the Kraken who had kind of mathematically been in such a good spot and are sputtering? Like, there's a lot to really still be determined out west. I guess what I'm worried about in the east is feels like we're already reaching a spot where we were mid-January, where it got really boring because the playoff race was already locked up. And now we're already down to basically nine teams, unless you're a believer that Buffalo and or Detroit is going to be one of those teams to get in so what are we doing in the east
1: yeah it was it was pretty much set Really early a year ago, and it's I don't not know much different this year. It's not looked. a lot different. You mentioned uh, Carolina. I saw it on the weekend, and I kind of forgot all about it. I was like, got yeah, Max Patch who hasn't played a game yet this year. That's that. they there's going to add a guy. Yeah. A deadline add if you don't make one, and you probably will. How do you feel about their their goaltending? I mean, everyone likes their D. They seem to be just fine offensively. Well, Freddie what Anderson's have they, been out for months. They've won eleven straight now, or whatever it is.
4: Yeah, I mean. The NHL record is 17 wins in a row. The, the Hurricanes are at 11, and they've got the Blue Jackets coming up a couple times in the next uh, 10 days or so. They they have a shot to take a run at this this NHL record. Um, their goaltending, I mean, Freddie Anderson, I don't think you can count on, but Ranta has come in and reeled off five wins. And this Pyotr Kochetkov, he doesn't lose. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable what he's been able to do. They sign him to that four year extension, sort of Vladar uh, just longer and for less money. And he's been aces. So um, they've been a They're a fun team to watch. Like I, they may not have the superstar that you're looking for up front. They don't have and, and we can have a, a discussion about teams that have won the Stanley Cup without having superstars. There aren't many in the last 10 to 15 years. I would say St. Louis in 2019 and Boston in 2011 um, without a superstar forward that have won. But I think Carolina could challenge for that.
3: Any love for the Leafs in here? I think they went around this year. But, again, that division is just such a nightmare. Like, they're going to have to play Tampa or Boston or Florida or, you know, who else is good there? Like, that's that's round one. That's (laughs) – Never mind round two, where you might be waiting on Boston, who could probably be a Presidents Trophy winner. Like that's just the tough, toughest division in hockey.
4: You could pencil it in right now, Leafs Lightning round one. It's happening, um, and I don't care what the numbers say. The Leafs are not going to be entering that series as a favorite.
3: They're favored last year, right? And they had what the three two series lead that awful interference call in game seven. They have to do it before they, they prove a good anyone series wrong, series right? Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the uh, other that's team. That's
4: the thing, and Tampa is is not as good and not as deep as they were. But here's the thing, and you can say this about Toronto. I don't think I think Tampa is going to make a massive move at some point to further their all in scheme. Like they their next draft pick in the first round is in 2025. <laughs> don't be surprised if that's gone too when this is all said and done.
3: It's like the Rams, the, the GM had the bleep them picks t-shirt for the championship yeah, run. Yeah. Like, you don't need firsts if you're Tampa. You It'll ride work. this core. Worked for one year. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, probably get like some of those picks back now. I think he'd take his ring. That's fine.
1: Any uh, New Year's resolutions, Frank? Aside from, you know, coming up here and being a D-bag and joining the Oilers guys, but whatever.
4: <laughs> um, see, this trip is going to be a little difficult for me because, uh, I made a, uh, sponsor commitment to dry January and I mm. kind of needed it after, uh, well, you guys kind of got me going. For a wet the December. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were, they were rather soaked. Yes.
1: There were a lot of people who also, uh, they, they kind of the, liked the, they liked the comment that you're not alone when you, uh, cry after drinking fireball whiskey. Apparently, it does draw out the emotions of others as well. Really? Yeah.
4: Is is that true? I didn't yeah. see that. Who who that that person is my that they're my person. Who Spirit said that? Spirit
1: animal. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, trust me. So people, you don't would not be proud to be associated with. You'd be happy just to be a lone wolf in that one.
4: I don't know. It's a pretty uh, lonely place to be when you're crying over your fireball. Mm.
1: Plenty of fireball up here. We're uh, we're looking forward to it. And all of a sudden, that ride from Calgary to Jasper. Get your thumbs ready or fl- or change yeah, your flight into be with Edmonton. Me. I
4: changed my plans. Everything I did, I changed it. I'm going right into Edmonton. Yeah, As you totally should. It's unbelievable. Right.
3: Traitor. Hey, it's what a brutal. traitor. Yeah.
1: Sorry, Frank. We're out of time. Yes, fucker. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> see you, buddy. Frank Valley NHL insider, DailyFaceoff.com, Uh Everywhere. Huh? Everywhere. It's on every show, doing everything, it's all over.
3: He's already late for another show, just because was hanging with yeah, us. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah.
1: How many shows does he do a day? Five, six? God, I can barely do this one. It's a lot. <laughs> um, it's, so, it's a game day. We're going to get into it here in a moment. Mad Rose Pub... Back hey. for uh, 2023. Ticket update. What do we got? Ticket update. Only three games this month. That's all. Jeez. Three, That's right. Three games for tickets to get away to? Another three games. The first oh. one coming up is Friday night. The New York Islanders in town. A uh, home game amid this stretch of road games for but the I'm Flames. home a lot in Jam. Winnipeg, back for one. And then on the road for, what's... Five. Five, yeah. So six of the next seven. Chicago, back-to-back St. Louis games, which we've talked about. Dallas, and then Nashville. Two be, notes uh, on
3: that uh, coming up in the Pender Report as oh, well. Yeah. They might be catching some teams at the right time. So be around this week. You could be going to see the Islanders and the Flames. The other two games, you want to tease them or leave them? Just worry about the Islanders for now? I could, it's later in the month. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's later in the month. Some good teams coming in later in the month.
1: I see you didn't jump to the uh, defense of your Buffalo Sabres when Frank threw them out there as a potential playoff
3: candidate in the East. He hasn't been selling them as a dark horse right from op- the opener of the season. He just says it's yeah. not happening. Girls,
0: well, they're playing fun hockey. I just don't know if you can trust them. Like, it's it's still Buffalo, right? They're Sabres, and I don't think they're going to
3: make the playoffs. I do they're feel like they're close, though.
0: There, but, like, I, they yeah. got,
3: what, a 41-year-old and a young goaltender? And it's like, okay, they'll figure yeah. something out there. I could see them getting involved in the chicken sweepstakes, potentially. And it's like, okay, now you got three really, really good D. Um with power and Dahlien sort of emerging, but there's a lot to like about that crew, red. This is a very different vibe than even just a year ago. That game against wow,
0: Detroit. No, I don't
1: retro. I just, cause I wanted to ask you about this. Yeah. There was the, the big storm and everything that hits and there's postponed games. And then there were, I mean, there were deaths, people, you know, dying because of the storm and all of that in that area, the next home game, was against Detroit and they had a, I guess it was a comeback or whatever. It was a big night, a sold out crowd. And hearing from some of the players, Kyle Pozo, who has not had a great run, has a hat trick that night. That. Uh, Don Granato said they were talking about it in the room, how big the crowd was going to be, how devoted the fans have become and how much it meant to them to give those fans a show that night. And they really did. I guess you're right there. Kind of a neat story and uh, emotion-filled night for the Sabres. Well,
0: they're very much embracing we are Buffalo. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. there it, it's a community feel the bills have done it. I mm-hmm. think it's uh, the Sabres are doing a good job of it. You know, there was that tragedy was it last year, last spring or a couple of springs ago with the, the shooter. And there was a lot of the, the Sabres and the, and the bills did a lot when that happened. And then over Christmas here and the, and it's a sports town. These these people love their teams, so it's not surprising that, uh, you know, and, and I think it is inspiring for the Sabres because they don't always get big crowds. Last year, they are playing yeah. in front of 7,000 people, like 20,000 on. I mean, most of the people that went to the Detroit game went because my kid played in the afternoon, and they right. wanted to watch the, the next coming. Mm-hmm. But Naturally. then they took in the Detroit game, and it was good too. So, yeah. Yeah. But well, no, and rarely I, and, and, you know yeah you, you rarely you do those out
1: second out games. Oc-Pozo? Rarely do those second games live up to the excitement of the first. You know, you're just so spent emotionally, you're just drained. I'm surprised they had anything left.
0: Yeah. That ocposo is you look at his numbers and from afar you're going, jeez. Hey, but I think he does do a good job of, of being the captain of that team. They got a bunch of young kids in there. And he's got them to buy in on being part of the community and embracing kind of that blue collar mentality that maybe Buffalo represents. So, Rodden Tuck, local guy,
1: right? Okposo I think, is one of the few guys that actually is a year round Buffalonian. He lives there. It's not a, I'm here for hockey season and I'm, yeah. and I'm out. He's, that's his home. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Darlene
2: got stuck in the hotel, <laughs> couldn't leave for the holidays. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
0: the street from the rink. yeah he, he stayed in the hotel for so he too a buffalo three or four yeah. days which was probably good because he was one of the few guys that could get his equipment and get on the ice some it's, of those I'm videos the, the, the yeah. sabers they have an awesome they're fun to watch yeah they do have a skill group you know we take shots at skinner he's lighting it up maybe the best goal song in the league. <laughs> it, 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 it's a lot of fun to go to the games because Thompson is obviously playing so good. So you got a superstar there and they haven't had a lot to cheer about. So the crowd's excited
3: right now. And really quick to tie it all together. We talked about how tough that Atlantic division is with the perennial candidates in Florida, Tampa, Toronto, Boston, Detroit's coming. Ottawa's on a nice little run the last three, four weeks. We know Buffalo's got a bunch of really good young players Montreal, like Marty St. Louis, done way more than people think, and they've got a ton of futures assets. Like, that's going to be the toughest division in hockey for a long, long time. We've got a game here involving the local team to discuss.
1: The Winnipeg Jets, Calgary Flames. uh, Get your helmet on. Game day for the Flames. And by here, you
3: mean in Manitoba. That's right. Yeah. Fargo and Boston or whatever they do. Yeah. 3-2
1: Flames beat the Jets back in November. They will play two more times, including tonight, both of them in Winnipeg. Jets are banged up. Big time. Right now. Nikolai Ehlers hasn't really played. I think he played two games at the start of the year and has not played since. Wheeler is out. Logan Stanley has played two games, I think, since the start of December. Nate Schmidt is out. They are... Mason Appleton. Fetty, Appleton, yeah, yeah.
3: They... That's six regulars are missing right there. Yeah,
1: and based on what we saw out of the skate today, it does not look like get, they're getting any kind of relief. It's yeah, assumed Fetty
3: is listed day to day, so could be the closest, but it looks like he did extra work, so they might be missing all six of those guys yeah, still.
1: Still, and probably Hellebuck, the starter. He's been great again. He's been the guy for them for sure. Josh Morrissey has been great. Career I year. I, I, I was. I didn't realize you knew he had big points this year. I didn't know that he hadn't come close to this before. He had 37 oh, dude, as a career what, year last year. Over he's got 42
3: already. Yeah. So there was, uh, I think, uh, one of our a good Twitter follow followers there, Dmitry Filipovic, put out a, like a mixtape of all of his great plays this year. And you're like, he's just dancing guys in the line, walking right around him, and making an incredible offensive plays. He's been a really big engine for them offensively. And if you're going to miss Ealers for the amount of time you have, that's going to help. But what about the Flames? Obviously, we've been uh, we we took the week. We've been away. There have been a,
1: a number of games. They quietly went back to back, put some points together. Even they, they went on that road trip, and then came home. And remember, we were talking because Kachuk was here, and it was Florida first game back after a roadie. They'd gone Ooh. into Carolina or whatever that was. Two, three, and one on that six game road trip. They beat Florida six to two first game back. And have lost in
3: regulation just four times in the 17 games since. They've got, so the, if, if the glass half empty is these losers points, you got to get wins, and the other side is well, they haven't had a lot of nights where they haven't got points. And we talked about the seven divisional games in a row. Remember they cropped the bet at home on a Friday night against St. Louis, maybe as bad as they looked all year. But it was like, well, here's your opportunity. You've got an incredibly easy portion of your schedule between now and the end of the year versus most teams in the league. By some measures, the easiest remainder of the schedule. And you had seven divisional games in a row. They hadn't played in California yet. There's a ton of divisional games on the board. Five, one and one. They lose to Edmonton in a game where they didn't look that bad. Um, You know, again, you're a McDavid power play away from. And then they, they, they drop one in LA where it was like, they're right there and everything else they won. That's, that's a really good run. Five, one and one. That's what 11 out of 14 points. It's truly, however, you want to look at it. Retro. I, did, I don't
1: know when the dog days hit, but if if they want to be in December, then you did well to just get some points. You, you get the overtime win against the Ducks before Christmas. That might have been an easy one to just kind of be looking past. They haven't played all that poorly, and the bad soft know, goals
3: have gone away in, in my a opinion. while. Markstrom's surrounded in the form.
1: Still need to score more. He's yep. still another. The run support's still on a lot of nights
0: not there, but it. Uh, what have we been? I don't think that's going to be, that's not going to be how they win. Yeah. But yeah. You want to score more. Everybody wants to score more. But I think we better settle in for Daryl's got it to the 3-2 games now. Yeah. Well, and that's them. what we said at the and beginning of the elif- year. It was baffling. If you eliminate the bad goal, you're good. If you get rid of the bad goal, you can win those games. Why
3: didn't they look like a Daryl team in October, November? Well, you know, you trust the process and know that Daryl makes teams look like Daryl teams. And, and here they are. I was uh, I was having a
1: cocktail and I I kind of was saying to to the same it, it, I don't I don't know that it actually would have happened or that it has happened, but if you came into this year thinking that Hubert O and that offense is just going to pick up where it left off and we're going to play the same way, do you give it to Christmas and then it's the we've done it your way, now we're back to doing it my way if you're Daryl Sutter and if you're the Flames yeah. or
3: is it a guy adjusting to Daryl's system I mean
0: yeah.
1: But I just wonder if the team in general, I'm not talking about Huberto, but I just think it's clear they're not going to win games that way. They hit a lot of warts and on a lot of nights, wow, it's crazy power play. One of the best power plays in the league. You don't have that this year. You need to change the way that you're going to play. And it's not crazy to think that they can based on Daryl and the evidence that exists here since he's come back.
0: He's manipulated the lineup to his liking, too, to get that sorted, right? Like, I'm sorry, that's not a typical... What is it? Luchic, Huberdeau, and... Uh, oh, my goodness. But, right? Like, that's it's not a typical first line or second line. That's not how most coaches would, would manipulate their lineup. Lucich is going to be on the fourth line, which just was how it was at the start of the year, and it wasn't really working. He's done a lot of manipulating of lines, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's working right now. Is it... it and I think it's working to the way he wants to play, right? Like he's basically saying, well, you guys weren't scoring. We'll play a little more defensive, manipulate the lines to support that. Away we go. All right. I don't know if it continues and if that's long-term success, but they're beating the teams they have to beat right yeah.
3: now. I'd agree. I wouldn't expect to see chair all year, but for whatever reason, that's what Daryl wants right now. And whatever messages that sends or whatever – I guess confidence that gives players or whatever lines that allows you to make elsewhere, like Coleman backland and Manjapani, who have been excellent. Anytime the three of them have played together since Coleman got here a season ago. Um, it's worked in terms of the results. Now they've got a better opponent tonight than they've played in a while. Um, but they've also got a run of play against teams that are limping right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's been 14 games now for Ruzicka since
1: he has scored. We we see MagiPani on a nightly basis. It's looking better, it's but still looking better, not there. but still. So I don't know if if the goals are just going to come or if this is like you say, Red, You buckle in here for three, two, two ones the rest of the way, whether you like it or not, or whether the Flames like it or not. But I do think that that's got to be the way that they look at this. For the Jets, they. They've won two in a row. They beat Edmonton on New Year's Eve two to one. They beat Vancouver. Prior to that, they lost three straight. I was looking back to late November, early December. They had won seven of eight. It was look Hellebuck's playing great. And they was it was they were clicking. They've gone five of six five and six since, but I guess five and six you life. start okay. to lose players to the degree and not just Body, but the guys that you have lost—you've been without Ehlers, but Wheeler, whether you like him or not, is a big part of that the team. Power play one guy, right? Schmidt—they've been without Stanley, Perfetti's in there. It's just too many. It's too many guys, and yeah. AHLers make up half of your yeah. nearly half of your roster. And it's when
3: the Flames are rolling, Desimone, Gilbert, and Stone out there at the same time, you know they didn't look so hot either. Like this happens to every team. This the, the Flames happen to be playing Winnipeg when they're really dinged up right now. So go get those points, because the next time you see them, they'll probably be healthier. And the Flames will be so
1: distracted being in Winnipeg. You know, the things you can, can imagine what they did last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, just Hangover
3: City. They're playing right. guilty tonight, Red. That's true.
0: Well, they'll be good then. They'll be good.
3: Yeah. Earl's. They were at Earl's. <laughs> I was looking. Here's <laughs> Is uh, it the, the one restaurant or the other across the street. Where were they last night? Well, that's the only one I thought. Is that, that was it? I thought there. there was another one.
1: <laughs> Jets are 6-0-1 in their last seven against the Flames in Winnipeg. You can't you can't resist the the pull. Yeah. Of that Winnipeg nightlife,
3: mm, I guess it is hard.
1: I've, I've never been, been. Out to
0: Winnipeg, right? It's, yeah, it's. It, I laughed because it was lame. But have you been to Winnipeg, to... right? <laughs> so right. Yes, I have. I was <laughs> in Winnipeg for uh, for uh, Jonathan Taves golf tournament. So really, so, hmm. Huh. And you
1: hate Jonathan Taves? Weird that you would do that. Or does he hate the cup that oh, Taves no, always John seems ball. to I love, hang I'm out
0: like, with? Is it? All together. It's a jealousy thing. It has nothing to do with hatred of Taves. Good player picking. That's right. Up. He's the problem. It's good not player. No. Pick be, up. Be, uh Quick note on the Flames, be, by the be way. Be good on a player front. Yeah, I
3: mean, uh, Richie left the New Year's Eve game, and Zahorna has been papered back up to the big club after going down over a bit of a break here where they could bank some cap savings. And don't be surprised if he's on that fourth line with Ruzicka and I guess Trevor Lewis. And it would be interesting to see how he's done. It's been a bit since he's been in, and I don't mind uh, Zahorna-Rzichka combo just to see, okay. Like you you mentioned it, hasn't scored in a while, and they claimed Zahorna for a reason. There's a lot of tools they like there. We'll, We'll see if those two can make any waves tonight. Welcome to the new sponsor today. Oh. New sponsor on board.
1: Montana's Barbecue and Bar. Do you like barbecue, Rhett? Do you enjoy barbecue? Do I like barbecue? Please. Please, man. He Smoking, says that's barbecue. rhetorical, right? Is that what you call that kind of a thing? Here's what Montana's is up to. We had a meeting about this uh, a few weeks ago, and it, it sounds funny coming from me, a guy who's generally a homebody, you know, a little bit. But it's time, you know, whatever that thing was back in 2020, 2021. Just get out. It's time to get off of your, your couch and get out and watch the game. Get around your friends. Get around some good food. Get around an atmosphere that is like home. It's comfortable, cozy, where the grub's great, the beer's cold. And go watch the game, and Montana's taking steps to make that oh so easy. They are bringing back their uh, Monday night half price wings.
3: So today feels like a Monday with us. I know. So, so we're Monday. gonna have
1: to. So don't go today. It's not gonna be one of them. Now there's always you know there's always go some deals and stuff. Wednesday, all you can eat ribs. All, all, all mm-hmm. you can eat ribs. All you can eat ribs. That's correct. And uh, look at that. I mean, jeez. Now you're a be Now I've asked you this before. Peak, uh, beef, pork. You don't discriminate. But if you were going to go in and say, "Hey, Montanas, serve
0: me up," where are you going? Well, this, this. I would probably go pork. Yeah, I feel like I it's a like trick question. Beef ribs, yeah. but. Yeah, I kind going to have to have them both. But it's sad in my existence because no one in my house eats ribs. What? Just me. Your boys don't eat ribs? Yeah.
3: Isn't, isn't that weird? Like, are we it sure is. you're the father? They have long arms, right? They don't like ribs?
1: Now, in fairness, I, I feel like the ribs have probably been prepared by by you a lot, but they've never been shared or have any left. Are you like a trained
3: smoke master that chef of. at Montana's? Is that, wait, is that your background <laughs> in training? Is that no. maybe a part of the and issue? If it's here?
0: all you can eat ribs, if it's all you can eat ribs, I'm taking my three boys in there to pick up. Oh yeah,
1: because Red Red <laughs> they're is they're the, the king. Like Red is the king of this. The two meals. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm going to make dinner tonight. Yeah. The Family dinner and then
3: dinner for myself. And it looks like his meal is the family dinner, but that's just his portion. And then there's another, yeah, second breakfast, another meal (laughs) that's right that's that's for the family. So one portion is Rhett, and the other portion feeds the other four humans in the home.
1: See, Rhett, you wouldn't have to with Montana's, you just take everybody, it's all just kind of one meal there for you. Cheer on your favorite team, starving right now. I'm telling you, half uh, and I love the wings at Montana's. I do, I don't know. There's the big look on half price wings on Mondays. So for the next few weeks, we're gonna have some gift cards to give away. We might be sliding by Montana's worst one. you betcha! Now, fire grilled, smoked in house, sauced up, meaty, tender, colorful, always hearty and delicious. The masters of barbecue and comfort food over at Montana's Barbecue and Bar. Find the location nearest you. As uh, yeah, we're happy to saddle up with Montanas here for the next little bit. They got ice cold beer there, right? Ice cold beer, my friend. Good. Sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes that's all you need. And and come as you are, eh? Don't feel like geez. Oh, we're Jeff, going to put my- one of those
3: ten gallon hats on to get in there. Have one of those Longhorn bulls where they can't fit through the door.
1: I don't know. I, I am. Am I dressed right for Montana? I, just go to Montanas. Sit down. Have some ribs. You don't have to look like one of the bunkhouse guys from Yellowstone to get in there? No, you don't. <laughs>
3: okay. Nope. It, it wouldn't hurt, but I mean, <laughs> no. you don't have to. Uh, pinder report. Let's do it. A sober pinder report. Did we attempt a drunken one? I don't think we did. No, I think, I think, we think just,
1: you just kind of...
3: Yeah, as well, we, just this we will be the planned. thing. Yeah, this, this will be the thing. Given that it was like eight or nine drinks in, there was an expectation of uh, not being able to deliver any sort of news or interesting data beyond just no, you No, were,
1: you were not. Yeah. 7663 110th Ave Northwest, villagehonda.com online. It's in the uh, the old Autumn Mall up there. Beautiful spot. Go and see Anthony.
3: I can probably- uh-
1: Huh?
3: Aussie Sheila's out of town, so when she gets back, she's going to be detailed. i
1: got to talk to Anthony. Did about. you really? Uh, well, I
3: haven't yet, but I've got two and a half weeks. So
1: I you know. see. Uh, all makes and models. State-of-the-art service center welcomes you, and yes, you can get that detailing gift certificate, which you didn't get before Christmas, so you're going to get it now because your wife's out of town. Spoiler alert. Let's do the Pinder Report for Let's Village Honda. Let's
4: do
3: it. Uh, we'll start with the Calgary Flames. It's game day tonight, fellas, as we know from the booming metropolis of Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, Flames are catching the Jets, maybe at the right time. Certainly health wise. As uh, you'll, well, first we'll take a look at the Flames. Okay, the holiday portion of the schedule was heavily loaded with divisional teams. They had not played a lot against California clubs. Two weird, kind of lopsided, but not lopsided wins over San Jose. They get a point in LA. Uh, shoot the puck, Huberto. Uh He doesn't. They lose in overtime. But then it's look, look at this. This is this was a big seven game stretch. We talked about a lot. And how'd they do? Well, how do you like five one and one? Pretty darn good. It's got them back up into a top three spot in the Pacific, although games played aren't even, and Seattle's kind of doing this, and L.A.'s holding the And What are they doing? Yeah, Yeah. Uh They'd grab our back in net. That's not a good omen for them. And uh, we mentioned the Jets. Well, they're dinged up. Have a look at the regulars here. That's that's Nikolai Ehlers, Mason Appleton, Blake Wheeler, uh, Nick Schultz, Logan Stanley, and Cole Perfetti, not to mention – some other players that maybe have less recognizable names. S-A-U-K-A-K-A. It's say uh, It's Hekka-Veke. Heinehole. Uh, Yanni Harkinpah. It's not no, Yanni yani Mahon- Okay, never mind. So we'll, that'll be a six o'clock start tonight, and we'll see if the Flames can make it 6-1-1 one and one in their last eight. That would be an impressive run of play that's got them back into a uh, playoff spot. And there's the schedule ahead. It's not just the Jets that are – limping right now that are on the schedule the islanders are currently without varlamov not to mention cal uh cal clutterbuck wallstrom pellick Palmieri. so that's six regulars out for the five regulars out for the islanders st louis twice next week they're missing o'reilly and tarasenko not to mention tory krug marco scandela like this is a run of play chicago's totally healthy but they suck you should make some hay here, not because they're bad teams, but because they're not healthy right now. And that's the next week and a half for this group here before a Dallas game on Saturday. And Dallas looks legit, and that'll be the first time they've played the Stars since Johnny Gaudreau top shelf from the corner in Game 7 overtime. How do you feel about the schedule? Red? You,
1: you've been opinionated to too many at home, too long on the road. How do you feel about this month?
0: This looks all right, actually, as far as – I mean, that's a, there's some travel in there, but – I think Pinder's bang on with this as a schedule where at the end of this month, you should feel like you've made up more ground and should have yourself in a pretty good spot.
3: Colorado's a good team. They're also dinged up. Tampa and town's always fun. Johnny Gaudreau return night is Monday the 23rd. That'll be a, I would won't say rare, but in terms of Monday night games, there won't be more juice in the building than that one. Uh, and so there you go. Like that's, that's a decent little slate of play coming up for the flames in terms of winnability and catching teams at the right time. Potentially we'll see what they can make of it. Uh, NHL news. Let's move to the outdoor game yesterday in Boston. For whatever reason, I'm not always sucked in by these things, but some about Fenway, you know, we went there on that Boston trip and you can't not help just feel. Was it some sort of deja vu or nostalgia coming over you when anything Fenway happens. So I was dialed on this one. Plus they were wearing meth bear, the Bruins remember meth bear, the crazy Bruins logo. And what do you do when you go to the ballpark Rhett? You dress up like it's 1936, oh, yeah. and you're hammering greenies and coffee before the big nine-inning game. There's Marshand. Jeez. You see that video two dr- hours before the game. It's like, Bruins by 1,000. There's no way they can lose this, right? He'd be digging his cleats into everybody at second base. <laughs> what a prick. Dirty sticking. feet. Oh, yeah. Uh, and if you didn't see the drone fly through, that also was kind of building some of the hype for the uh, game at Fenway between... Sid and Gino and the Bruins. Like, check out this. They, they did this at the Masters through the stadium. There's the big mascot and Zidane Ochara. And just to get a sense of yeah, how unique this venue is. This... These drone things that they have now unbelievable. are unbelievable. Who's flying these things? Is this like military dudes that don't have anything to do? Like, they're zipping through holes, like not much bigger well, than a cardboard box. Probably your kid. Probably some That's, nine-year-old. Yeah, some <laughs> somebody <who's laughs> taking a break from <laughs> gotta just World of out. Warfare or something, yeah.
1: But yeah, it's... I mean, listen, I i don't like the Red Sox, but you can't go to Fenway or, or not appreciate what it is. And some people, oh, it's a dump. It's all get rid... I just, yeah, I'm, so I'm not old. one of know. those guys. I love the classic old stuff because I guess I am an
3: old fart, but. Yeah, I'm getting loose here. Yeah. Meth bear. Love that. Anyway, there it is. The crazy old. Uh, did you ever go see the batting cages? in the, We were down yeah. in the batting cages. Yeah. Crazy. Good fun. Bruins rally in the third. Win again. It's a home game technically. So again, top home team in hockey. And uh, Frankie alluded to it. It's kind of got last call vibes for this Bruins core and it doesn't look like they're missing much right now and they'll add. So that was good fun. Uh, World juniors. Did you happen to see a guy that, uh, you know, can just be last man back and walk through an entire team in overtime and win a game? Cause that's what some young fellow named Connor did against Slovakia here. Zink. It's a bad clear though. Zonk. You, know, you got yeah. a wink.
0: was it terrible? Why did he throw the puck away?
3: And the poor Slovak goalie, he's made over 50 saves at that point, standing on his head. I think it was Bedard's like fifth chance of the shift. There's some stones there. He turns that over there. There's trouble.
1: There are just some players, and I know it's been talked about a lot, that have that ability, not just the, the ability to do that, but to capture that moment. The game breakers. Is it at all surprising that that was the guy?
3: They kept giving it back to him in overtime and all night, to be fair. Um, The only surprise is he didn't have two more of those earlier in the game. The Slovaks withstood quite a barrage of chances, as you see on the shot clock, that shot 57 that goes in and ends the game for the Canadians. They're on to the semifinals. Here's your final four from the IIHF. From the World Juniors in uh, Halifax and Moncton. That building, by the way. How fun did that sound? My goodness. Any fun in Halifax? Probably have a little bit. Goodness. Why aren't we there? Did we? Did this sneak up on us? I don't know. We're not very organized, are we? Jeez. Not exactly. Let's, uh, so it'll be Canada facing the Americans in one semifinal. and On the other side, the Czechs, Czechia, who had that uh, surprising win over the Canadians in the round-robin opener, We'll face Sweden. They knocked off their uh, bitter rivals from Finland in this uh, quarterfinals. So there's your final four, Rhett. I know you'll be torn in your house between Canada and the USA. No, he. No, won't. I'm not
0: torn. I know yeah. who I cheer for. Yeah, we have you found so those medals?
3: Have we pl- we placed those? Do we know the? You'd lost your medal. Away. Well, he's an American now. He got rid yeah, of those long well, ago. Get across the border with those. I don't We're know. In the safe. Uh, in the safe. Good. Uh, and yeah, that's just a bit of a tournament, right? I mean. He must be 19. As this is this his fourth tournament? What are we? Uh, oh, never mind. What you're referencing
1: eligible. for the people
3: listening is the 21 points in five games for Connor Bedard. Sorry, it sounded like you said 21 points in five games for Connor Bedard. Yeah. You did. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. not an error because yeah. I know math sometimes. Yeah, but who is he playing against? Yeah. Uh, playing against. It's well, 21 and five. He'll be playing against everyone else on that leaderboard, <laughs> which is Cooley, Snuggerud. Great and name, by the yeah, way. It's Jimmy. Jeez, oh, Jimmy I'm Slugger. A great name. Yeah, buddy. Uh, NFL. This The world, all of a sudden, the most important football game of the season didn't feel that important last night. This tragedy struck in Cincinnati as a member of the Buffalo Bills hit the deck after making a hit standing up and then fell down. He suffered cardiac arrest. Rhett. This is... Damar Hamlin, a second-year player for the Bills, and you were in one of the group chats saying you were watching this game somewhere, and it was like you could hear a pin drop in a place that normally would have been upside down and rowdy for the Bills. Uh, Every player that has social media and every team on all social media platforms saying, praying for the health of Damar Hamlin, who's still in critical condition in a hospital in Cincinnati, and and a reminder that the games do feel important, but all of a sudden – a little context reminds us they are entertainment. This is a man's life. There's just not much to say.
1: I I mean, go ahead, Red. we've talked about it already, but I was
0: going to, I was going to say what you're saying. There's not much for us to add to it. You you, you hope, praise
3: you hear some good news here soon. Yeah. And I can't imagine the, it's going to be a fog over Buffalo until there's any sort of, I guess, further update. Hopefully he's in stable condition soon. And, we praise back to full health at some point it's you forget how violent these collisions can be in the NFL. It's just like getting tossed from a car at 50 kilometers an hour. Some of these collisions Uh, on the, on the the other side of things, the lighter side, it sounds like a young reporter chatting with Tom Brady after a, reinvigorated Brady through for over 400 yards and three touchdowns. uh, But the reporter really trying to manufacture some compliments about Jalen Hurts, who was hurt and not playing and a member of the Eagles. Let's listen into this weird press conference uh, interaction.
4: I I just wanted to ask you if you've been paying attention at all to what Jalen Hurts is doing in Philadelphia with the QB sneak kind of at an unprecedented rate this year. He's done it 29 times, converted wow. 27 of them, wow. um, which is has never been done that many times. Um, I think the most that you had in a season was 18 wow. um, in 2011. So no, I'm
3: wondering sick if data, you, if sick data, <laughs> sick data, right? <Rhett. laughs> I think I don't know that we gave her a chance to finish. She, she may or may not have got around to asking a question about the game that Tom just played in. It's a lot of, not but of numbers, it, but until that point, it was some sick data. Now, do you appreciate that? It's a lot of numbers. You know what I appreciate? Someone told me who he was dating, and I used the old Google machine. Is that Holy. Right? Is he back out there? I don't know what's real and rumor, and I don't visit the gossip sites, but a dude on the couch I was watching some sports with yesterday said, this is the uh, enchanting young personality that's saddled up with Tom recently. It sounds like that guy would know this dude on your couch, dude on couch was seemed to be dialed on the, the gossip and the the wives and girlfriends and such, but the Google machine didn't disappoint. It's quite something anyway, sick data for sure there. And uh, you had pointed this out earlier today, the Washington franchise had a lot of turmoil, you know, a lot of changes the owners under fire. The name finally got changed a couple times from the football team. Now to the commanders from a prior name that really wasn't that nice. Um, they had to, I guess, continue to change mascots because there's a new team, or how did this come to be? Evolution. Now, give us a read here. What does it say? Boom. The Washington
1: Commanders reveal their new mascot, Major Tutty.
3: Now, the hogs are a thing in Washington. Is I that think what it that was is? a great homage to, like, an O-line that played there once, and grown men would put the, the pig noses on. I kind of yeah. get that.
1: Yeah, so it's a pig, and he's wearing...
3: It looks football like football like bottoms and an army helmet of sorts. Like he's in the yeah, yeah.
1: You know, commander, commander and then just a the white shirt. Maybe that changes. Now
3: he's sitting there. Yeah.
1: But his name is major tutty hmm. to which I said, uh, but I took a major tutty about a half hour before the show started. It looks like maybe he's doing the same. It, uh, he's, yeah, he's the same. It's a major tutty. Interesting. If you're not careful. Thoughts, Rhett?
3: A terrible. That's yeah. what I think. Okay. Terrible. Very
1: good. Speaking Just of terrible, it's the major um, major swass already taken apparently,
3: and uh, major golf news. We'll switch to now. Scott Stallings is a professional golfer and a guy who was checking his mail quite regularly for five weeks for his Masters invite. The only problem, uh, not that it wasn't one out there for him, it went to somebody else named Scott Stallings who also has a wife with the same first name and lives in the same community. So. Some chop 12 handicap got an invite to the Masters <laughs> named Scott Stallings, And rather than keeping up. it and shutting his mouth and going to Augusta, he's found the pro golfer Scott Stallings Aww. who's now going to get his invite. What the hell are you doing, idiot Scott Stallings? You get that invite, you're going, right. They'd like, have figured it out, though, right? By the time Masters <sighs> rolls around. I think you just get to the gates, you show them it, and they're like, hang on, this isn't the right guy. i like, Well, I've been invited, so you just set me up whatever you need to set me up as. Like, get me a weekend here with my buddies. Like, you could have milked this into something huge, couldn't you?
1: Here's my driver's license. Uh,
3: Scott Stanley's right here. It says, uh, look, I'm from this town.
1: I believe someone said there'd be a check.
3: Yes. Is there a swag bag? (laughs) Do you have a caddy for me? (laughs) 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 Pretty funny. Oh, see he's an honest guy. And yeah, so the real Scott's going to be there. The other guy, like, I hope you get something out of this. I mean... I just think I feel like this is it. The three of us are much worse people than Scott Stellings, Too, oh, we yeah. would have milked this, right? You would have been at the the gates to Augusta National, wheeling in
0: to play oh, that for place. One hundred percent. I'd also yes. I would be saying, if you want this, send me something. Please. Yes,
3: um, I'd it. be happy to return this to it. you. <laughs> Maybe you could swap out twenty hours on a private jet. I know you're traveling around all the time, golfing, something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why the Ryan Pender We'll take it. That's speaking so of which, we got some throwaways at the end here. Uh, speaking of uh, Ryan Pender looking to get some votes, we found our, what are the odds? How many people do you figure were at the New Year's Eve game? What are the odds? What are the odds, Rhett? There's what, 19,289, something like that is capacity A high, but at yep. the dome? 18, eighteen two eighty nine or whatever it is. Yeah, sure. So it's a lot of people. We somehow at the old Mickey Ultra Club ran into our auction winner who had just finished dinner at Mercado and loves the show and was there with his wife, (laughs) newlyweds. And uh, they were jacked up to be at the game. And look at the obnoxious outfit, look them, at man! That. Yeah. So, which are the two? There's a, a lady, and then two gentlemen, and then you. The uh, right side of the photo, if you're watching on YouTube, is our winner and his uh, his new wife, and they absolutely. Could not stop raving about Mercado. They'd never been there before, which is amazing. Dom and the crew there took great care of them, and they had a great time at the game, mostly because clearly they ran into us, who I don't know why we're holding so many drinks. That yeah. seems odd. Who's the uh, chucklehead getting in on this picture for no reason? Uh, a pal of mine who oh, was yeah. in for the journey, and what a journey it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking it's of weird. which. Yeah,
1: because I I, I I get updates of your of what's happening with you mm-hmm. without leaving my house. I I know what what's happening with you at all times. That's good, yeah.
3: Oh, it's, it's weird. It's, you can, you yeah, can so you see lose the
1: sleep. you're wearing a gold, sparkly jacket. It's a sequin jacket. It's gold at the top, silver at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Obnoxious, loud? Does that ring a bell? That was not the only photo I saw. Well,
3: well I mean, Rhett, who says he's not allowed to come back into Canada, bullshit. Look at that in Dutton's, the greatest bar of the world. Hey, got a tight Hey, I love Rhett's gotta tighten take. up. I love, I love I, I didn't know he kept hair, the Blasty yeah. jersey. I was sure he only kept the, the reds and the no, whites. He kept the Blasty. somebody made one of those. Oh, I know. I mean, he did play in a couple Blasties, but I, you'd probably have to ask for that. It doesn't look old. It doesn't no, look like a René Corbet era Blasty. No. <laughs> and in finally,
0: I 30 years. Is it anyone had more fun than when I was playing at the Dome? Like if the fans didn't get to cheer for Anything other than when I was there. So. Well, Pinder
1: seems to be doing I'm, all right. I
3: think I'm getting a silver medal. <laughs>
0: Fred's got
1: Pinder's having a hell of a time from
3: all appearances. And boom, <laughs> I didn't see at the game. But when I was out lurking around the holidays, I did find evidence of you leaving your home this holiday season. I congratulate you for that. So there's some graffiti in a washroom then you've been busted. There it is. Yeah. Please return back to paint over that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I you're a, you're a good artist, though.
3: When
1: I get to get into it, I just the sharpies has got to come out. I just can't believe you carry those around. They should yeah, be patting you down weird, at the door, right?
3: letting you move with Sharpies. That's your Pinder report, fellas.
1: Brought to you by Village Honda. Over 60 pre-owned units, access to over 300 more. Village Honda, your one-stop autom- automotive destination in Calgary. All makes, all models for all budgets. VillageHonda.com is their website. Good folks. Go and see them today. Sick data. Sick data. Sick data. She, sure. was, she And how long would that have gone? I don't uh, know. 27 and 29 tries and you had 42. in your career high was in and 08, and career eight career when you converted
3: 11 of 17. I oh. wonder what was the... How did that tie in to Bucks Panthers? Yeah, it was not the Eagles. I mean, she had to steer that thing all the way around at yeah. some point, I'd think. Yeah. Or it was just I, if,
2: a, I just wanted to ask you if you've been paying
4: attention at all to what Jalen Hurts yeah. is doing Jalen? You have the sneak kind of at an unprecedented rate this unprecedented. year. He's done it 29 times, converted wow. 27 wow. of them, wow. um, which is has never been done that many times. Um, I think the most that you had in a season was 18 wow.
2: um, in 2011. So I'm Let's wondering if data.
3: You, if <laughs> 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 you know, it's a data guy. Yeah, I can't help but love that. I thought so.
1: Uh, should we do our Betway Bets of the Day? Same remote. Betway Bets of the Day. The Calgary Flames are in Winnipeg. As I said earlier, Jets 6-0-1 in their last seven games. Against the Flames in Winnipeg. So uh, maybe you did. And look at this. You're going against the grain. I'm going against it. I'm getting plus money for a regulation win for the Flames. The Jets are banged up. Keep it going. Plus 115 in regulation for a Flames win. I'm then going to go to a money line victory. Ooh. Plus a point for Nazem Kadri. Money line. Kadri, one point or more, plus 200. Don't mind that at all.
3: I feel both of those today. It's been a while since we were on the show, but when we were last doing the show, you know what was hitting was the Dylan Dubé anytime goal. Talk about a heater! Uh, he's been playing well. He's still in that top line, working with Lindholm and Tofoli. They've been creating a ton of chances. The anytime goal plays pays plus two fifty, and I don't mind Huberto with one assist or more tonight at plus one thirty five. Lots of apples out there. There's my betway bets of the day. Dubé has been really good.
1: Yeah, and has he been? Has he been the the bright spot? We, we always look Coleman past was, Rasmus Anderson, who's good. having an unbelievable year. He's got, what, seven points in his last seven games. Um, but Dubé, we kind of went, well, oh, if Dylan wants to get
3: it, he's kind of got it going. He's looked... Uh- Scored three in a row, and it feels like he's been around it. And what, was it him that hammered that post late against that match, Or was that yes. Manch? I mean, there's, uh-huh. there's chances galore. He yeah. cut right across the crease and couldn't find the handle. What, what felt like first shift of the game against Vancouver. It feels like there's great A's every night for him, and... This dude ever wants to start feeling it, we might score another three in a row. And you were calling him Matthew Lombardi. I said, "Don't be Matthew the Lombardi." Unmitigated I goal. I don't think I was. You no, know, don't be that.
1: We mentioned it earlier with uh, with our buddy Frank. The Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament is back, twenty twenty three edition. Yeah, it's, I mean, it looks like we're going. You? Mean, why does not everybody come on? Get in. Kidding me? We will be there from the 27th to the 29th. Now, it goes on for longer than that, but that's the final weekend of the month, and that's when we are going to be there. Sign up your team for an incredible weekend of hockey on the pond oh, with us and many other special guests. Lots of activities beyond just the hockey. Watch parties, food, drinks. We've got the hot stove, as we mentioned, you and me and Frank Saravalli. will be doing some, we'll be cutting it up.
3: I've met Jasper forever. I'm jacked, and I've heard some places already that we need to go Oh boy. have a little chit-chat. Yeah. Maybe a drink. <laughs> Visit chehockey.com
1: for more information and to register your team today. So how about that in Sarah Valley? He better be ready to back check. If he's going to run his mouth and switch allegiance. Hey, if you guys don't, uh, I'm going to the, and did
0: kind of run his mouth. He better be good. Oh yeah. If he's a pylon out there, like this this is
3: not going to go well for him. Just bump him.
0: Yeah. Just bump him, get in front of him. Uh, He'll get off his game. He's a Philly fan, right? Like he's from Philly. He'll snap. A Little whack on the ankle the for ring. a shift.
3: Yep.
1: Get him tossed. Yeah. Get him get him all liquored up and Red Bull. Get, get him crying. crying. Yeah. It's all freezing. Oh, geez, so great.
3: Crying. <laughs> Eyelashes froze <us> together. <laughs> Medic.
1: I think that's I think that's the show, gentlemen. We're gonna do it again tomorrow, though, right? Because I kind of like it. Are we, like are we this. drinking on
3: tomorrow's show? No, we're not. not.
0: No. <laughs> But I like this not doing a show. I'm a home while. alone too, Pinder, so we could drink. Are time. you home alone? No. <laughs> Shoveler's back in Cowtown. Is Look she? Oh, really? Jeez. Wow. And you didn't uh,
3: come with. Vroom, vroom. I did. Remember you saw pictures? No, of I got to go to
0: the doctor and get get my uh, immigration work doctor's appointment.
3: They put option. a new chip in you or what, right? Yeah, you know, you're always open to those sort of things. That, I
0: think so. Yeah,
3: get the, your Brazilian yeah. done.
1: Yeah. The they're man's all cleaned
3: alien. up. <laughs> it's called.
1: <laughs> have a great uh, great day. Is there anything else we wanted to – Flames game tonight, what do you think? Uh, we made our picks. Mm-hmm. Rhett, vibes. Vibes? Uh,
0: I think the Flames are going to roll over them today. I Ooh. think they're playing well, and like you guys said, they're beat up. I think a 5-2 victory for the Flames. They're going to goals tonight.
3: Jets have a very good goalie, and have played with some great defensive structure this year.
0: You
1: Just, said it uh, earlier, it's not that I, I don't think anybody's criticizing the Flames for what they're doing, but by all means, beat the teams you should be beating. Mm-hmm. It's what good teams do. Well, well, the number of injuries pretty, the Jets have, they yeah. might fall into that category tonight. Oh, beat some, maybe you shouldn't, but you know, we'll see how it goes. All right, buddies. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I don't know what we do on Wednesdays.
3: I'm going to Montana's. I'm kind of hungry.
1: <sighs> not tomorrow. Thursday. Ribs. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Yeah. Actually, no, it's tomorrow. You're right. Ribs. My tomorrow.
3: Alright. There it is. God, all you can yeah. eat ribs? That seems dangerous. I don't know. There you go. Beautiful. Alright. See you tomorrow, buddies. Fellas.
0: Ciao.
1: Starving right now. God. Is he going to say oilers suck or no? I don't know.